Welcome to the Canicuck Institute podcast, where we continue to equip leaders with biblical skills for a lifetime of ministry. Hi, this is Keith Chancy from the Canicuck Institute podcast room. We're here live in Branson, Missouri. We have a great couple today that we're so excited about from Oklahoma, Jen and Don Ford. We are so excited to have you guys. And we're going to talk today on, on a topic that's really a great topic called singleness. Now, you guys are married, so we're just going to get you guys' perspective of what it was like to be single before you got married. So, Jennifer, we're going to start with you today and just ask you the question. I remember you as a little girl running around K2, just this vibrant, vivacious, excited, blonde-haired little girl that just had so much energy. Did you not want to get married, Jen? Oh, I absolutely You did? To okay, so let's talk about I that. I would say that would, was my greatest desire, okay. was to have a family, be married, and have the opportunity to do that. But I did not get married until I was 41. So I was single for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, a period of that time, I would say I was not pursuing the Lord. In fact, I was running away from Him. I just did not trust His character and wanted to control how my life lived. But I also found and knew that ultimately life was found in Christ and so got to the end of myself. Um, and when I look back, if I, you know, when I was dating someone at the time and thought, Ooh, would I marry this person? That was really God's protection for me, but did ask a lot of questions of the Lord in that season, especially when I came back to him of, are you withholding? Did you forget about me? Or is this a consequence of sin in my life? And really got to wrestle with God's character in his ways and trusting that he is good. He's for me. And if, if marriage was something he would want for me, he's going to provide it. So Jen, you really wrestled with this. It I sounds did. like you thought it well through mm-hmm. that you were going through a period that you wanted this desire in your heart was to get married. Mm-hmm. However, you didn't get married. And so as you now turn to something else to fulfill a void in your life, what'd you turn to? My career. There you go. You know, making money, position, travel, you know, and, and some of that I think could have been, could be good yeah, where it's, it's like, no hey, I want to enjoy my life mm-hmm. and make the most of it. I shed a lot of tears over the desire to want mm-hmm. to be married, but I didn't sit in that very long. And I do see that as God's protection for me of just reframing my mind and taking advantage of the opportunity I had as a single person. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a lot of great opportunities. And so I really would shift that perspective mm-hmm. and enjoy that. But for a good season, yes, I was very mm-hmm. much into making a name for myself, my career, and yeah. finding my identity and what I do and achieve. Oh, wow. You said uh, there's a great word that you said there. You were protecting yourself. Talk a little bit about that. What does it mean to protect yourself? Because I think every girl needs to understand that. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think maybe that's out of just wanting to control what is happening Mm -hmm. or thinking I had this illusion of Mm -hmm. control. And so, you know, protecting, like I didn't want to get hurt, um, but I also so ached to have it. Um, So I just moved into what I could, what I felt like I could control. Um, So I think it was probably about that. Wow. Well, you know that word control. Mm. We either are in control or we're content. (laughs) Talk to me a little bit about that contentment. Contentment. Well, I found that, um, you know, the contentment piece is really something I feel like is in every stage of our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, But I found that in focusing there, that contentment, what I learned was contentment is a choice. It's a decision. Um, So it doesn't eliminate your desires, but it's laying that desires before the Lord and choosing to trust Him in it. Mm. And understanding His timeline, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you said you didn't get married to 41 years old. Mm So there was a period in there of 21 years-ish that you're really going, I want to be married. 
but yet I'm not getting it. So I'm going to turn to the corporate world. Mm-hmm. I'm going to begin to fulfill my needs. But you were a Christian, Jen. You 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 had a, some form of relationship mm-hmm. with Christ. And a lot of people, even the churches you said, were pushing, hey, marriage is the end result of everything in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that contentment, talk to me a little bit more, even more so about that contentment. You know, because I, I love that you learned as a woman, I don't have to be married, but my contentment is in the Lord. I can be successful as a business girl. You can climb the corporate ladder, but your contentment is I, I'm okay with me and God. Yeah, I think it really came down to for me to trust his character mm. and trust that he sees me, he is for me, he yeah. is for you. And so learning more about his character and really the way I did that is to study his word yeah. and to distinguish his voice and to listen to him and trust that somewhere in that space of my desire and what's happening is the opportunity I have to trust the Lord and exercise mm. the faith that he's asking of mm. me and really just trusting his character and that if that's what would bring him glory, he will bring it to me. He has definitely done that in you. And I, I'm looking next to you and I see a guy right there that he blessed you with the Don Ford factor. Okay. (laughs) So he brings a guy into your life and this guy's no young chicken at the time, right? (laughs) Talk to me a little bit about what attracted you to Don Ford. Oh, it's hard for the Lord for sure. Oh, that's good. I mean, he, um, He's a giant of a man of faith, but he also presented and shared with me who he really was with a sense of humility um, and honestly walked as a man of grace. And so I really had a ton of respect for that. Don Ford, as you hear that, how does that make you feel? Oh, man. Because I don't, that's the part I didn't know about you. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. You're like, who's this, who's this giant that she's talking about? Absolutely. Well, you know, I mean, it, the, the grace comes this way in a big way. Uh, you, you know, um, Keith, you and I have known each other for a long yeah. time and are the greatest of friends. And and so, you know, the good in me and the bad in me and times that I've made knucklehead decisions. And what Jennifer is alluding to is just me being honest with her, you know, early in our relationship when we were dating and saying, hey, you've seen some of the good side. Let me tell you about some of the bad side. Yeah. And And hopefully you don't see that, but this is... This is part of my story and part of the reason it's not the reason, but it's some of the reason that I was older when I got married. Right. Um, Don't talk about that. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. You, you, there was something in you went, man, I don't need to be married right now because I'm a mess. <laughs> talk about that. That's there were every seasons guy like that. Understand that. Yeah, absolutely. There were seasons like that where I was like, I didn't even have the desire to, you know, meet, find fall in love with, get married to the right girl because it just wasn't the right time in my life. Mm. Um, there were times before that it was like, you know what, I'm going to enjoy this singleness period while I can. And I didn't have the desire because it was like, I want to enjoy this singleness for a period. Yes. And then I had that period I just talked about. And then I had a period where it was like, I I got to live out some of what Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians yes. 7, which is undivided devotion. And I think it says that in verse 35 and the undivided devotion for me is I got to dive into ministry Mm -hmm. and be kingdom focused. Mm -hmm. Good marriage takes a lot of time Mm -hmm. and it's nothing but good, but it's a fact. Mm -hmm. Your devotion is divided once you walk down the aisle. And so um, I was super content in that period. Did I want to be married? You probably even asked me at some yeah, point, do you yeah, want to be married? Sure. And, and I'm like, absolutely, I want to be married. But um, until God brings the right girl, I'm going to be doing the best I can to mm-hmm. live out 
his call on my life as a single man. So Don, you had found contentment in doing ministry and doing what God had called you to do using your gifts, your talents for his glory. And then one day, this little blonde-headed, little bouncing, cheerly-looking girl <laughs> walks into your life. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, um, I'll, I'll give you maybe more details than you want about the story. A good friend of mine um, set us up and... Uh, Jennifer lived in Dallas. I was living in Branson. It's a seven-hour drive. And we went on a date October 1st, 2010. And uh, the next 10 out of 12 weeks, I made a 14-hour round trip to Dallas. Yes, you did. It was fast. It was uh, I was crazy about her. She was amazing. I'm like, how in the world is this girl not married? Yeah. And um, I began to become discontent that I would not be doing right in my life if I didn't bring her with me. I do interject a lot of times for girls to remember, he came to me. I was in (laughs) Dallas, Texas doing my life, which people are like, oh, I need to live in a big city because that's where the options are for men. My man was in Branson, Missouri. So I got to continue to stay focused and he came to me. I did not have to help God out. I got to continue to trust him and allow for Don Ford to pursue me. What a great word of encouragement. If you're out in the audience today and you're going, man, I'm kind of discontent. I have a desire to be married, but I'm not married. And all these things are kind of making me feel a little insignificant that God can lead someone right to you and that that guy will pursue you. And so men need to be men. Pursue the woman of your dreams. But first and foremost, pursue the Lord. As Don said, he came to a point where he goes, man, God is my everything. And I'm doing exactly what God has. And then you saw that pretty little girl said, but God may have the fulfillment in this relationship. And so you pursued it. And had it not worked, you'd have gone, you know, I'm still content. Is that Absolutely. true? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll just... Was the, marriage the, your the, answer to every question you no, ever had? No, marriage wasn't the answer to any question. <laughs> there you I, go. I mean, you know, we got to talk about that a little bit today. It's it's not that. I, I, will, I would love to read Philippians 4, 11. And go ahead. Yeah. Everybody knows Philippians 4, 13. This is the key to this whole thing. And Jennifer said earlier, you know, you make a decision to be content. And I would partially agree with that. Um, But I become more content the closer I get to Jesus. I can't help it. People decide they they don't want to be prideful. They're struggling with pride. Well, you you don't decide to not be prideful. You become more humble because you get closer to Jesus. So Philippians 4, 11 and 12 says, not that I'm speaking of being in need or I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low and I know how to abound in any and every circumstance. I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, Mm. abundance and need. And I can live that out as a single person. And you still need to live that out as a married person, by the way, too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's about, I think of John 15, I abide in Christ. I think of Psalm 34, 8, that I taste and see that the Lord is good. I think of Mary, that she sat at the feet of Jesus. So the closer I get to him, the more content I am and the more these things that we mask that are out there in the world that may be good in and of themselves, yes. marriage no longer becomes, you know, I stole this from Jennifer. I'm just going to say it. Our identity is not in our marital status. Yeah. It is in our redemptive status. A hundred percent. There you go. Yeah. What a great word of God's redemption is what brought y'all really together. Y'all humbled yourself under the authority of God. God blessed you guys at different stages of life. Jennifer, you're in the corporate world in Dallas. Don, you're in the ministry world here in Branson. Someone says, hey, y'all to meet. Y'all to say hi. Y'all do. Next thing you know, 
We're celebrating the K2 Chapel, a marriage that was beyond all. Every camper in camp is celebrating a marriage, and y'all are riding out, and, and we're just going to celebrate because it was right. You waited. You learned to be content in Christ. You learned to be content with, within yourself, and now you're ready for marriage. And a lot of people in today's world, they're, they're, just, they're hearing these words, you need to get married. But God is refining you. If you're out there today and you're going, man, I need to be married, think of this. The answer is that you do need to be married with Christ first. Absolutely. And when you're married to Him first, then all the things you're seeking in marriage will be right because you're doing it for the right reasons and not the wrong. Marriage doesn't fix you. The marriage with Christ does. Mm-hmm. And so when we understand who the true bride and the groom is, mm-hmm. that it's Him mm-hmm. and He's going to come get us yeah. as the church. He's yeah. going to come get us. The door's going to open and da, 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 here. Here she comes, and it's us coming to the Father and Him welcoming us home. And I see y'all's marriage today, and I cannot be more encouraged by watching you guys tell all of us it's not about the timeline. It's about the quality. Mm. That you guys have a great marriage because you waited for the right one. And could it have been earlier? Sure, it could have. Some people get married early. Is that okay? It's okay as long as marriage is not what you seek. Mm. Christ is. Mm. Amen. Well, guys, I cannot thank you guys enough today for coming to us, sharing with us your story of, of redemption, of contentment, and most importantly, of how God brought you all together in a marriage that is reflecting Christ every day. And Don, now you're in corporate world, and you are now out there, and Jennifer's in the ministry world. And so y'all are going, well, rever- roles have reversed a little bit, <laughs> but has it changed anything? Oh, not at all. Here not you go. All. No, it's, it's, um, Jesus is our everything. I love it. And it's a battle every day that to, to, to continue to live like Jesus is mm, your everything. But I love it. It's, it's beautiful. It is. Yeah. And you guys, thank you for your marriage that reflects Christ. Thank you for your friendship. And thank you for celebrating with our audience today just what it is to learn contentment. Hey, God bless you guys out there in the audience today. We love you much. Hope to see you and hear from you soon. God bless. Have the best day ever. Bye-bye.